Hey there, beautiful souls! Welcome to Wellnessable, a podcast about learning. This is your friend Mickey Sachiko. Wellnessable is from the words "wellness is possible," which is something I came up with back in 2018 to push myself and others in achieving life and wellness goals. So wherever you are in your journey in achieving those goals, we are in this together, my friend. With the help of different co-hosts on each episode, we'll talk about real-life lessons you can listen to on the go and easily apply in your day-to-day lives. Let's dive into it. If you suffered or is suffering from pandemic anxiety, you are not alone. It is important that、uh, we all remove the stigma in vocalizing whenever we feel anxious because it's not a sign of weakness. Anxiety is very real, and it's a normal emotion that us humans feel, just like whenever we feel other emotions like happiness, sadness, and anger. All of these feelings are valid, and I wanted to share with you a very interesting book written by. Dr. Daniel Goldman.、Uh, his book is called "Emotional Intelligence and Why It Can Matter More Than IQ." And according to him, there's a strategy that we can do when we're wherever we're in,、um, or whenever we have an impulse to feel a negative emotion like anxiety. We have to remember red light, yellow light, and green light, which I think is very timely because of. The hit、uh, Netflix series called、um, Squid Game. Basically, if you are about to f- experience that unpleasant emotion like anxiety, we need to remember three things. First, red light, which means stop and calm down and think before you act. And second, yellow light, which is the part where you state the problem and how you feel, and then set a Positive goal to solve it, and think of solutions on how you can navigate, you know, that emotion instead of being problem focused. And finally, green light, which means go ahead and try, you know, creating that best plan and implementing the solution that you came up with that is applicable to whatever situation during that particular state that you're in, so that you can avoid. You know the spiral of creating other negative emotions. So once again, that's red light, yellow light, and green light. Now I know there are different levels、uh, of anxiety. You know we have mild anxiety, which is pretty common to to a lot of people, and although it's clinically non-significant, this can still impact. Us emotionally, right?、Um, personally and professionally, whenever we have high-pressure situation or jobs, you know, we might experience mild anxiety, which is pretty no- normal. And another example of it is social anxiety or, or shyness. And another level of anxiety is moderate anxiety. And people with moderate levels of, of anxiety have.、Uh, More frequent or persistent symptoms than those with mild anxiety, but still have better daily functioning than someone with severe anxiety or panic disorder, which is a higher level of anxiety. 
severe anxiety is actually clinically significant disorder. And I want you to know that if you have this, that it's important that you seek a therapy and consult with your doctors about your concern. But I also wanted you to know that having severe anxiety is definitely not a moral or personal failing and it's something that you can definitely recover from. So now let's dive into some science-based tips for coping with anxiety, um, specifically pandemic anxiety. Now these strategies are something that you can apply or maybe just pick some of them depending on your needs. And the first one that I wanted to highlight is getting restorative sleep because the less sleep we get, the stronger our anxiety can become. So um, if you woke up this morning feeling rested and so refreshed, you probably have gotten restorative sleep. And in basic terms, restorative sleep happens when brain activity during sleep helped you restore your body and mind and essentially resetting your you for another day of activity. But you might be asking, okay, how are we going to get restorative sleep if we have difficulty falling asleep because of our anxiety, right? And the answer to that is by simply improving your sleep hygiene. And I don't mean just showering before bed, though that is pretty important to help you fall asleep sometimes, right? But I wanted to emphasize a deeper level of habits for that contributes to uh, having better quality of sleep. And habits like keeping a consistent sleep schedule, which is pretty important for us to have a normal or healthy body clock, because if we have uh, different sleeping time every single day, then obviously that will uh, ruin our circadian rhythm. Another one is maintaining a sleep environment that promotes good night's sleep. For example, keeping your bedroom dark and quiet and uh, on a cooler side as well because that will definitely help you um, sleep faster. And of course, staying off screens and practicing mindfulness before bedtime can definitely, definitely help a good sleep. And I know this might be pretty hard to follow, but trust me, if you try it and really stick to it, it will help you sleep better. And uh, of course, we have to also stick to smaller meals and or light snacks before bed and avoid caffeine and alcohol and nicotine hours before bedtime so please invest in good sleeping habits your body and your brain will thank you for it uh, and actually when we get restorative sleep not only that it lessens our anxiety it also you know helps in muscle repair in protein synthesis and tissue growth and so many other beauty benefits so yeah uh, that's the first one and speaking of lessening anxiety um, breath work is another strategy that we can do it's been clinically shown that the very first thing that actually changed in our body whenever we're feeling emotions regardless if it if, if it's positive or negative is our breath so similarly if you wanted to reduce your anxiety you have to manipulate your breath and that is why breath work is so 
powerful. There's a lot of science that supports the, t the benefits that comes with it. And um, the reason is because when you're breathing properly, and I don't, I don't mean like literally when we breathe, right? I meant breath work. You're actually completely changing the state that you're in because your breathing uh, changes your heart rate and your heart rate essentially changes the hormones that are put into your body. So instead of cortisol and adrenaline, which can be very stressful with breath work, you're being calm and therefore you are giving yourself a boost of dopamine and some oxytocin and some serotonin. These are positive hormones that essentially helps reduce your anxiety. So let's try to practice this. You know what's great about breath work is you can do it anywhere, anytime, and you can definitely squeeze it in regardless of how busy you are because you can literally do it in just a few seconds or you can prolong it in a few minutes depending on your need. So what's important is that you do it intentionally and slowly at first. So let's try something that's very basic. So obviously you will breathe in through your nose and you're going to exhale through your mouth. So it's really important to try to inhale. And you know, when you make your inhale and your exhale, to try to do it long that's why i mentioned earlier you have to do it slowly and you know you can breathe in to the nose and and breathe out through your mouth and when you do it through your mouth you wanted to make your lips and create a small hole like the smallest hole where you're going to release the air out so if you can join me let's try it let's just do a bit of breath work right now so once again um, breathe with me and let's try this <laughs> I think it's gonna be very amazing all right so inhale exhale so that's very short, right? So this time around, we're gonna make it very slowly and we're, we're going to prolong those two. Inhale. Exhale. All right, one more time. Inhale. Exhale. I hope you guys feel better. <laughs> I hope you're feeling a little calmer. Once again, intentional breathing is powerful, especially if you're gonna add visualization to it, wherein you're going to visualize and imagine that as you um, inhale, you're actually inhaling calm and peace. And as you breathe out, you're breathing out your anxiety and your stress. Oh wow, it's it's been really life-changing for me. So. I hope you guys can consider that and there's you know there's a lot of scientific proof that shows that can breath work really reduces anxiety so let's not underestimate the power of breathing and a third strategy is building our mental muscle because it definitely has a big impact in our life and one way to have a stronger mental muscle is you know for us to cope with our anxiety is to have an unshakable belief about ourselves, a 
about yourself. So the next time you think you cannot do something, prove yourself wrong. You know, maybe you wanted to top a certain sales goal for your work, or you wanted to beat your time in uh, in a run, or do something that's extraordinary. You know, set a goal for yourself, and if you think that you cannot do it, prove yourself wrong. Because you are more capable than you give yourself credit for, so make it a habit to prove yourself wrong, and over time, your brain will stop underestimating your own potential. To be honest, during these difficult times, I know that you know、uh, our resiliency is being tested, but research shows that people. Tend to overestimate how badly they'll be affected by negative events, and underestimate how well they'll cope with it, and how they can adjust to the situations. So let's not doubt ourselves. Let don't doubt yourself. I think、um, self awareness play a crucial role here because if you know your strength, you know your weaknesses, it'll be easier for you to. Optimize your mental strength and eventually have a strong belief and have a stronger mental muscle for you to deal with whatever emotions, regardless if it's anxiety or depression or what whatever negative emotions that you will have. So that's the third thing, and the fourth thing that we need to remember for coping with pandemic anxiety is by staying active. I know it sounds basic, right? Staying active, but Sometimes it's so basic that we tend to overlook it, especially if we have hectic schedule. And physical activity doesn't have to be a gym-style workout, since we're all mostly working at home.、Um, we can just do micro workouts. I love doing micro workouts, or some of you might know it as exercise snacks, because it's a, a frequent, short. A short type of exercises that you do anywhere, anytime throughout the day. And what's interesting about it is that there was a study from McMaster University that shows that exercise snacks or micro workouts are just as effective as full-on gym sessions. So you know, it also boosts your sense of well-being. And obviously, with micro workouts,、uh, it's usually it's no equipment required type of exercises, like doing just simple squats, sit ups, planks, push ups, right? So, it's a great way to do that uh, during um, during remote work. And although there's no one size fits all type of exercise, but definitely it's it's something that I've always always recommend. So, if you're feeling anxious, this is something that you can just do in just a few seconds or a few minutes, and it can definitely level up your mood. And finally, the last、uh, strategy is that we have to be so mindful of、uh, of toxic habits so that we will not get into them. Because usually, if we're feeling anxious, sometimes people would find an outlet, and they fall into toxic habits as an outlet for their anxiety. For example,、um, some people would smoke or or would drink, or you know they would do、uh, other types of of abuse, and like. For example, let's、uh, let's talk about smoking. Did you know that there's a research that shows that 
the earlier you start smoking in life, the higher risk of develop developing an anxiety disorder later. And research also suggests that nicotine and other chemicals in cigarette smoke alter pathways in the brain linked to anxiety. So if you've been looking for a sign to quit smoking, well, this is it. Because it definitely not just impact your heart, but specifically since we're on an anxiety topic today, it definitely is a worst habit for you, you know, to, um, when it comes to anxiety. So quit smoking and your future self will thank you for it. So obviously other, you know, we have to be continuously mindful and practice mindfulness about not get into other habits that will just uh, basically elevate our anxiety so yeah and always remember guys that we invest in things like gadgets we invest in outfits we invest in food right so let's not forget in investing in our health and wellness as well that is all that we have for today thank you so much for listening thank you for listening stay strong stay healthy and Please share this episode to your loved ones and friends and check the links in the show notes or description of this episode. Remember, wellness is possible while well, messable.